Welcome, Cisco Portugal. Welcome to the first Cisco podcast, number 12, where Rodrigo and myself, Kendall, are your hosts. And as you may have seen in the teaser video, ultimately what we wanted to build out with this podcast is a new and collaborative way for others and people within Cisco Portugal as we continue to grow to get to know people from different departments, people from different organizations within Cisco Portugal. And so we thought that we would decide, or we decided to start rather with someone who everyone knows, Gisela, and we're very excited to have Gisela here um, to talk with us a little bit about her role, her, her time at Cisco, maybe answer some funny questions that we have for you, Gisela. Um, and so as your host, Kendall and Rodrigo, again, we're excited to be here. And Gisela, we're super excited to have you. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to you, Rodrigo, to Thank kick you. us off. And then uh, we'll go from there. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kendall. Hi, everyone. Gisela, uh, we go back a long way. Uh, I was actually doing the math and it's going to be 16 years. In a couple, 16 of, years, in a couple of days. In a couple of days, precisely. So, uh, you know, I'm privileged enough to have met you on my very first day here at Cisco. I was privileged, and it's not because you're guest number one, I was privileged <laughs> enough to actually report to you at some point in my career at Cisco. And I must say, one of the best managers I had. If not, I should Thank not you. say the best because I still have a manager. Yeah, 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 no, no. No, but not yeah. The great, not the greatest career move. Exactly, exactly, not the greatest career move. But definitely, definitely someone who really has an impact um, on all of us and has a huge impact on, on number 12. Um, but I know a lot about you, but maybe not everyone knows a lot about you. So tell me, you know, who are you? What do you do? Who is Giselle? Okay. All right. So first of all, super flattered that I'm the first guest of the first uh, podcast. So be gentle on me. I don't, I don't know what to expect from we the We won't be questions. promising anything at this point. Okay. <laughs> Especially coming from you. I'm really, really concerned. <laughs> um, so who am I? Um, so first of all, I've, I'm, uh, first of all, before Cisco, I'm a mother of two girls, um, a 20 year old and a 12 year old. Um, I'm uh, married or kind of, if it's not married, but I have a, I have a partner. Um, I'm very uh, dedicated to my family. Um, someone that I, some, some of the people that are closer to me, not only my, uh, my husband and my, uh, my kids, but also my parents. Very uh, proud of everything that they have done over the years for me. Uh, and uh, so we are very close as uh, that uh, kind of small nucleus. Um, I've been with Cisco for a long time. Um, <laughs> as Rodrigo said, 16 years ago, I was much much younger. Um, Cisco was uh, had a big impact on me. Um, I came from a, a multinational but very Portuguese type of uh, uh, company. So the first days of Cisco were definitely an eye opener and a shock, uh, in the good sense uh, of what this company still is um, and the culture that it has. Uh, I love to travel. Uh, I love to spend uh, my all. My I I work the entire year thinking about the holidays. Not because of the holidays itself, because it's a moment where I can be someone totally different from where what I who I am the rest of the year. Uh, where I think the focus, the pressure, the day to day, the routines, the schools, and all of that um, almost trans transforms you into a bit of a machine. And those two weeks. It's really the weeks where you're feeling relaxed and you can be, uh, I guess, uh, on top of your game. Um, 
uh, what else? I'm not that interesting. I hate cooking, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to say I love. I hate cooking. Um, I hate everything that relates to uh, the not not the house, the the um, not the tasks that I need to do at, at home, but uh, just the routine itself. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> I love exercising. Uh, it's super important for me psychologically speaking uh, so that's something that whatever happens I need to do it uh, and I will keep on doing I love to eat I, there's nothing that stops me from having lunch and dinner and all the meals in between um, so uh, some people know um, and uh, that I think that's who I am awesome great great Kendall got a question yeah well I can relate to a lot of what you just said <laughs> I've got three daughters of my own um, I love exercising, but I always say the reason why I exercise is because I love eating so much. So, so, so There's a like, correlation. Do I really um, like exercising or do I really just no, like I really it? like exercising, okay, okay. actually. <laughs> right, right, right. Good. Well, um, that was great. I've already learned more about, it, about you than I, than I knew before. But I want to know, uh, what was a, a fun professional moment that you can, you can look back on? Easy. <laughs> okay, fun. I'm not sure if it was professional, but it was definitely fun for those that watched. Um, so I actually used to sit, so for those that know the office, we are sitting in Donald Duck. And um, I used to sit very close to Donald Duck. Uh, and Rodrigo at that time was also part of my uh, team. Yeah. And I think I was going to go and talk to him so I sat a little bit further away and I was going to talk to him and I was taking a coffee on my hand and I don't know how that happened but I gave the most monumental <laughs> <laughs> loud and uh, visible fall in front of the entire team but it was almost like it was I don't know Rodrigo Rodrigo can describe because I fell like this and I immediately got up and I only the only thing that I remember was Rodrigo saying Já vai. <laughs> for the non Portuguese was okay where were you leaving so soon <laughs> yeah. so it was like huh? so I it's something that I obviously some of the folks that they all obviously left at me or with me because I also left and fortunately it was um, uh, not, no harm done. No harm done to Just some stains. Not to me, but stains and the coffee con kind of flying. <laughs> um, but it was definitely embarrassing, even if we were a very close team. And uh, but it was definitely embarrassing. That sounds so, like you tried to play it off well with a quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it was the physical. <laughs> and, and if I can reaction. add, it actually became viral. <laughs> it did become viral, everyone. So at some point, every time that someone would do something. So, like that, Javai would pop up <laughs> to the extent that if we didn't have t-shirts made out of it, we thought about it. Yes, and we should have done that. And that became really the phrase. It's not but too late. I mean, you gracefully made a fool of yourself, which really amused all of us. Um, but, you know, it was amazing how at the time you just came back up like nothing ever happened. And rose from the ashes. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Just like a phoenix, it just rose from the ashes. Yeah, absolutely. It was just, it was just very, very fun moment that it really goes to, to sort of provide evidence of, of the spirit that we lived back, yeah, decades ago. Yeah, yeah. But I, I still that, and I feel that we still, you know, live it uh, within within number twelve. Definitely, I think at the time. Correct me if I'm wrong here. There was like fifty of us, maybe in the yes. entire office, something like that. Fifty, yeah. sixty people. 
We're now 1,200 from the latest I heard. So, but that spirit that we had, that we started within, within this, at the time of this building already, because we started off in, the, in, in another one, I think it's still, in a different scale, it still lives very much, very much so. Um, you know, and obviously through all of us here and with the guidance of inspirational falling leaders uh, like you. Um, let me segue to the next one. What about a certain personal moment? Well, that was a person. That was quite personal, right there. But outside work, um, <laughs> personal moment. So um, <laughs> I met my husband in Brazil, okay. uh, and uh, I think we went separately to Brazil on holidays, and then we met there. Um, and and this was, let me think about it. It was almost twenty years ago. Um, almost 20 years ago and, uh, and both of us were going through tough uh, personal moments and obviously we didn't know each other so we didn't know that yep. so we met there um, and uh, and when we came back uh, <laughs> everyone thought that he uh, had gone to Brazil to find a Brazilian lady and then <laughs> for maybe one or two well one year until we start kind of meeting each other's family uh, everyone thought that I was Brazilian. So uh, when I showed up and started to talk the Portuguese of Portugal, uh, everyone was very, uh, oh, you're not Brazilian. <laughs> no, why should I be Brazilian? And then, yeah, so there was kind of a, no, I'm not. <laughs> so there was kind of an interesting moment of... Uh, and you're still together, despite you being Brazilian. Or yeah, yeah, we're, still, we're still together, and we're still together. Yes. So cool. both, both Portuguese, but met in Brazil. Yes. Yes. We, Very yes. nice. And and never knew each other prior to that. It was... No, no, it was there. He was actually there by himself again. Tough, difficult moments. I yeah. was with a friend, and um, and actually those were uh, interesting, uh, interesting weeks of uh, a lot of fun uh, that we had, my, my friend, and just for the record, nothing mm. happened in Brazil, uh, only when we came back, and mm. uh, it was so, so funny, and we still remember those holidays as the best holidays that we had oh, together. That's great. That's great. Uh, it was it was nice. It and was, did it turn out that you all lived relatively close together within Portugal? Yeah, you, li or? you lived on the other side of the bridge. Okay. Uh, I live okay. where I live now, so yeah. it's interesting where you go miles and miles right. away, you meet your kind of soulmate yeah. over there so oh, it was uh, it was definitely interesting that's a good love story i like it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. now tell us something this is always a tough question but um something that no one knows about you uh well i've, I've told that um I've, some of the things i've already said in different uh, circumstances so it might not be new for everyone i uh so i i learned how to ride a bike two years ago <laughs> That's one. Uh, and, uh, Is that what you COVID. do for exercise? No, no. actually not. I'm okay. not a f I've, I've learned I'm not a fan. Uh, okay. Okay. I've, I've gotten a bike as a, as a present, mm -hmm. as a Christmas present, so I was forced to oh, learn okay. because it, it has really always been a bit... No, no, no. <laughs> it was a bit of a tag that I didn't know how to ride a bike, and one of my favorite exercises was actually... Uh, spinning. Uh, spinning and mm -hmm. RPM and all of that. So every, everyone thought, oh, how come? So my husband gave me a bike for as a as a Christmas present. Um, so I was forced to do that. I did that. Uh, I even take two classes in uh, decathlon. Um, so <laughs> me nice. and no, nice. me and the kids <laughs> and all the kids. So I I learned, but I I'm not a fan. I I think it's also the fact that 
I don't feel comfortable riding the bike where we live and doing the traffic, so I'm not that um, that one. The other one is I danced. Uh, I was a. Uh, I learned and I danced ballet for a number of years until I was uh, 14 or 15, and then uh, everyone thought that this was going to be my career. I was going to be Ooh, a ballet dancer. Good, eh? yeah. Uh, I, I, the only thing that I didn't smile as much as my teacher wanted me to. I was very serious while I was. You were dancing. focused. I was focused, and uh, so that was the only thing. But I was. I think I was good. But then all my parents had done all the planning so that I could go to a, a conservatorio, and and the moment that I had been accepted there, I said, "No, I don't want to go." Um, There's a Cisco waiting for me somewhere. Huh? <laughs> and my parents were like, every, everything was arranged around us, and, and this was obviously a long, a long time ago. We lived not in Lisbon, and so I had to go to Lisbon every day. And, and so we had all of that figured out and how we would do that. Um, and uh, then I decided, no, that's not what I want to do. So I stopped completely. I still like to... I, I'm, st- I, I'm still a dance lover, not, mm-hmm. not, not, not practicing, but I, I love to see people dancing, not mm-hmm. necessarily ballet, but everything related to dance, I, I, I really enjoy it, um, but it's uh, maybe the other, the other thing, and then obviously that my husband and I met in Brazil, I guess that's probably the new thing I had never, sh- I don't think I had shared that before. Okay. Are you ready to start riding a motorcycle, because I can interest you in that if you want. No, 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 yet no, no. yeah, that's what my husband wants to be, it was a, it was a moto, so all him and his brothers all had bikes and all of that, no, not my thing, no. Okay, I mean that's the path he's trying to get you on, let's start with a bicycle yeah, and then yeah. get... Yeah, I don't think he's going to be no. very successful, no. no. Good. Uh, maybe I'll take the next one. Um, that can be a cha- this can be a challenging in itself, the question. But tell us about a, a tense or a challenging moment. Actually, I would say within your career, because I think that all of us go through, you know, very good moments. Thankfully, the Javais moment amongst others. But we also we also have um, you know those more challenging and more tense moments within our jobs that you know bring the best or the worst out of us. Um, can you recall any particular episode that you would like to share with us? It's just 1,200 of us, come on. Yeah, there's no, Plus there's Spotify no, no, and YouTube. no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the intensity of Cisco, no matter what role you are in, I think you always have those moments where, okay, I'm not sure if I can do this. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I I doubt myself almost every day, right? In yep. cert- especially when you're in front of certain situations that can I really do this? Can I really be in certain forums with executives? Can I present? Can I be at my best? So I've, I think fortunately for us, Cisco puts you in these situations on a very regular basis. Yep. And I think that's how you grow and that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. So while this is challenging, before you go into that moment, the sense of accomplishment and sometimes the sense of non-accomplishments. Sometimes things sure. don't go as, 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 you, yep. as, as you planned. Um, I'm, I, and, and that is, again, a learning opportunity for, for us. So I, I, have, I, I have those moments very often. I've had them, I think, since we... We started, um, and if I remember some of the first days of talking to people about, and you remember, right, yeah. talking to the sales teams, you don't, you know, literally nothing, and you try to engage and having others trust you and your work. If you think about that 
16 years ago and you think about that, the reality now, yeah. it's the same mindset, right? It's the right. same feeling that you have. So I, I think those moments happen uh, on a regular basis, especially when you need to go in front of on a stage, you need to present, and there's people that are more senior than you are. Um, I'll maybe turn the question around if that's okay, Rodri. Uh, and I'll talk about the moment, not necessarily challenging mm -hmm. or, uh, but maybe a little bit uncomfortable and feeling that, what am I doing? So I, I mentioned that when, when I started, I came from a very typical Portuguese uh, managed company uh, where you have you need to start at a certain time and end at a yep. certain time. And then the first days when we started at Cisco, I literally asked myself, so when do we start working, Correct. right? And that took, uh, us, that took us quite a few weeks. It took us a few weeks. Yep. Because it was either you play games, you you do bonding, yep. you do this, then we had that fun moment that you we were just talking about yep. earlier around uh, creating songs with the Cisco lyrics to present to, uh, at that time... We were actually creating a culture. Right. We were creating, and, and at that time, it was a moment like, really? I'm paid to be here and do this? I went to university four years for this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So when, when do I start applying whatever I've learned? Yeah. Um, but that's exactly what you said. We were creating a culture, and it's a culture that, to your point, and you were saying that earlier, I wanted to comment, I'll comment now, that it was the foundation and the basis of what we have at Cisco Portugal today, which is and so visible to others and I don't think as a, as a, a a team here in Portugal I don't think we are we even know or we even realize how visible it is to others yeah. and this week we had the uh, opportunity to have Agostino the VP for South here and he mentioned that and anyone that comes here even from other regions the, the immediate feeling and perception is that culture and that um, mindset that we have at Cisco in Portugal that we need to continue to nurture and that depends on, on me, on you on Kendall, on everyone on the other side of the camera as well because if we don't nurture this we will lose it at some point but this is our differentiation mm -hmm. and it's so so important for us to keep on doing that um, and, and this is the reason why so many of, of us also on top of the work that they do and the roles that they have we, we want to give some of, uh, of, of our time to Cisco Portugal because this is what will make the difference for, uh, for us. So uh, from that perspective, I think, yes, we lost a few weeks in the beginning, but I think it has an impact. We've, we've gained, gained years. years. We've and gained I think years. we created a foundation that, uh, that others are building upon. And, uh, and I think that, that is super inspiring. And I always recall those moments. I was much, more, I was much younger. Uh, more tan you still look the, the same. You still look no, the same. I don't. I look at the pictures. I get really depressed. You should. <laughs> you should. Yeah. And just before I hand it over to 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 Kendall for our closing, um, we ended up not hearing what you do. Huh? We got all excited, right? So I know what you so do. So I, I can, and, uh, I can hear you can and just, talk to you guys. That's what I do. And <laughs> in, in a couple of minutes, just browse us through a little bit on your career at CISO. I mean, sit. I keep saying 16 years, but it is the reality. But you, you've been, correct me if I'm wrong, but pretty much all, always in op, what we call operations. operations. Um, but that has, that has shifted. I mean, the office has shifted, but also 
you know, the way we address the business, the way we address operation has, has shifted and you've obviously evolved to a very senior role that you currently have right now. Just tell us briefly what you do, what's your organization like? Okay, so yeah, I, I think you're, Rodrigo, you're, you're spot on. I think operations is when we started, which was, I guess, the beginning of operations in Correct. Portugal and where we are now is very, is very different. I'll spare you all the changes of leadership and the <laughs> and the acronyms and, soap, and, the, acronyms. and the, the acronyms and all of that. But but um, so what I do now is I lead operations for uh, for EMEA. Uh, so the name of the organization is Commerce and Lifecycle Operations. So I got it right, which is uh, an achievement in itself because we keep changing <laughs> names. But yes, that's the current name. We are part of One X, so under Maria Martinez. So the leader for for CLO, that's the acronym for Commerce and Lifecycle Operations, is Jigna Shah, and uh, she's uh, she's my boss, and she's based out of the US. Uh, and then she reports into Darren Pleasance, and then Darren reports into Maria. So we are part of the One X uh, One X family. Um, so that's the scope of operations today of the CLO organization includes. Uh, not only the run the business and what you see from the pre-sales to to even the compensation space on this on the on the uh, on the sales side going through booking and all the commerce activities, but also includes uh, some of the transformation initiatives specifically offer uh, related type of activities for enterprise agreements and other buying programs. So it has a combination of of run the business but also the the transformation of the business. Um, so my team is based uh, mostly out of Lisbon, but I also have a team in Krakow. Uh, I have people spread across other parts of, uh, of EMEA, including the, the, the Middle East, uh, Spain, uh, so uh, UK. So we have, uh, but, but the, the main apps are Lisbon and then, um, and then Krakow. Um, and then obviously we have part of the work that is also outsourced to yeah. uh, other other vendors that also roll up into my organization. But uh, obviously I'm not counting on on that specific um, on that specific team. So in total we are around 130, 135 um, blue badges, and then obviously we have the uh, additional team members that are outsourced. Um, I started at Cisco as an individual contributor. Uh, um, at uh, at the time, so I was working on what was at that time um, uh, Dach. No one will relate to that. <laughs> uh, but basically, I was supporting the sales team in Switzerland. Um, uh, yeah. So I speak French. So uh, I, I most of the the team that I worked with from a sales perspective was uh, was French speaking. Um, so that's the reason I was uh, I was working with Switzerland. And uh, I interviewed for the individual contributor role, and at that time I was asked, you're here for a manager interview, and I said, no, I want to be an individual contributor. And, um, and that's how I started my career, um, uh, as a grade, a grade 8, and then uh, around 8 months later I was a manager of a team, yep. um, and then I did different things in, uh, in operation. So I was uh, what we call a theater leader. So I had, um, I, from an operations perspective, I was, I was leading the UKI, uh, the France theater. At that time, France was separate. Um, I also had a team that supported partner programs. And then I did several things. I did project work. Uh, I, did, um, I did, I started teams in kind of incubation type of approach. Uh, I led asset management. At that time, what was called deal management and now BPLO. Um, and, uh, and then 
I now I'm in this role leading operations, but the good thing about leading this role is that I have many roles, right? I yep. also have the ability to be part of the country leadership board, which I think is an entire different perspective. It's something that motivates me, and unfortunately, I would like to have more time to dedicate to that space. Uh, but I think just being able to influence also uh, Cisco Portugal and the growth of Cisco Portugal is uh, super exciting and motivating. Um, and obviously, we are also, from a company's perspective, uh, under uh, a big transformation as we enter FY24. A lot of changes are expected as well, um, and that has an impact on us on operations. So there's always the day-to-day -day work that you need to do in this role, but then a lot of the almost the side jobs and parallel efforts and projects that you have, even within your organization that you need to support. So uh, full day, but uh, super, super motivated and super excited with what I do even in the same organization. Awesome. And it's, it's been amazing witnessing the progression all of the organizations that you've been part of and obviously your career, which serves as an inspiration to, to all of us. Uh, so before we say Javais, uh, <laughs> Kendall, you want to bring it home with the last yeah, question? Yeah, but I wanted to back up a little bit yeah. um, and acknowledge your vulnerability that you that you showed when you were talking about self doubt. You were talking about um, what did you say? Uh, well, I, I would call it imposter syndrome, right? So yeah. I think, and the reason why I acknowledge it one is I think it takes a strong individual to to show that level of vulnerability. But two, I think, frankly, all of us within Cisco can, you know, can 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 relate to that. Can relate to that self doubt. Can relate to, yeah. um, you know, having a bit of imposter syndrome in whatever role we serve in. So I think it's important, you know, always to hear that mantra. At least what I like to say is is to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, and just to be able to 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 sit in that. And as leaders or as individual contributors, understanding. Um, your role and the role that you play within leading through ambiguity, leading through the unknown, you know, that strategic picture that we have as the big Cisco and the position that we play in that. And then that kind of takes me into the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset and just yes. how important it is for all of us to have that growth mindset where, yes, we can, we can expand beyond where we may feel we, we don't have the capacity or we may doubt ourselves in certain areas, but we have to have that ability to challenge ourselves and say, yes, we can be better than, not necessarily better, but we can, we can grow in areas where maybe we're weak or, um, you know, identifying those weaknesses and saying, how can we build upon those so that we can not only make Cisco Portugal better, but Cisco as a whole through this transformation um, and be a key player within that transformation, I think is so important. So I appreciate you calling that out. Um, and I, if I can comment just Kendall on what you said, I think the the that imposter syndrome that I think it, it's I think a lot of people talk about that and it's real and mm -hmm. it's I yeah. think it's, it, it is very real yeah. um, I think the fact that you have the clarity to know that your strengths are here and I'm not that good here and or mm -hmm. or I'm still not good here mm -hmm. because that's the thing right you need to build that that journey for yourself in those specific areas where you still need to grow I think it also gives you a bit of that um, it gives you on on the one end you doubt yourself, but on the other end, if you have that clarity, it also gives you a, a certain confidence. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's the areas that I need to work on, mm -hmm. and that's the path that I will build. Yeah. And I I I'm and and we have gone through and in in our organization over the past maybe two or three years, we have had a lot of changes. Not all of them were uh, perfectly managed. 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I think that created anxiety in a lot of people, um, in a lot of people within our organization. And I always tell that to my team, and I really, I truly believe it. I'm I'm positive by nature, mm-hmm. in the sense that, I mean, yes, it's another change. Yes, it's another effort that we will make. You will, we will, we have learned something, even if what we have done didn't work and mm-hmm. we need to reshift to something else. Mm-hmm. I think we learned something. So I'm always positive and yeah. I always have that mindset. And I think it really helps because otherwise in the, in the world that we live in at Cisco, where there's that constant change, if you are not able to uh, protect yourself and, and, and see the positive mm-hmm. of that constant change, I think you live in a, constant anxiety and that's also not positive Mm -hmm. right and you don't learn anything with that so I think training yourself to think that way even if it's not your natural Mm -hmm. um, approach I think it helps and I think it gives you also a bit that um, stability mm-hmm. uh, for you to, to, to again be at your best and, and have the clarity of where you need to focus on mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah I'm, I mean sometimes I, I we joke when I when, especially when we approach the birthday, mm-hmm. and we said, "No, I'm still, I'm still my, it's, I'm still the twenty-year-old uh, girl yeah. that uh, have a but lot of doubts." But that's, but that's a good thing, and that's a good thing. And, and, and just, just to your point, I think particularly leaders, right? You conveying that positive intent yeah. is just gonna contaminate in a positive way right. your teams and consequently the whole organization, right? Mm-hmm. If you keep that positive intent, to me, it's paramount on on the success of ourselves as individuals obviously but ultimately as teams yeah, right because we have that right approach and you've always had that right and positive approach and we've been, we've been through quite a few <laughs> challenges and quite a few crazy quarter ends and year ends very hectic um, but we pull it through it's bringing us together mm-hmm. knowing each other even better um, perhaps I even mean, encouraging um, each other as well, right? Exactly. To, to have exactly. that adaptability mindset. Um, exactly. Because I think at the end of the day, going back to what we were saying, I think at the end of the day, what really limits us is in our head. It Correct. Is right? Yeah. And that's the fixed versus the growth mindset. And also going into, so I have an acronym. <laughs> we, we need another acronym. <laughs> and perhaps you're familiar with it, but fear, right? Yeah. Fear. False evidence appearing real, yeah. right? And like you said, not everything's going to be done correctly. There will be mistakes along the way, but yeah. rather than calling them mistakes, which mistakes are where you're going to learn. So you, yeah. we must make mistakes, otherwise we wouldn't learn. And so I always like to say, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Um, so it's 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 all in how you look at it, right? And and if we were if if we're going to limit ourselves, yes, we'll maintain a fixed mindset. But if we're going to adapt, if we're going to grow, and we're going to transform as this business of ours grows, and as Cisco Portugal um, grows as, as a main hub, then we have to maintain that. We mm-hmm. have to be yes. adaptable, we have to grow, um, and we have to go with the change um, rather than resist because that's, that's never going to get us far. But I appreciate you sharing that. And with the culture, if I can just say one thing on the culture piece, I would agree having worked in Americas and now working in Cisco Portugal, I, I have a, a, a deep um, pride, sense of pride for working here at Cisco Portugal and, and, and what we what we stand for, the diversity that we have within the office is just amazing. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna maintain that and I wanna contribute contribute to that, you know, as we continue to grow as well. Last thing, and perhaps we've probably already covered it, but if there's anything you might want to add, when we think about number twelve, 
what would you say makes number 12 so unique? Uh, so I think the number 12 um, is, I mean, that, and, and that's, I think, the, the discussion that we were having, the number 12 is where we are in now, right? It's a building number 12, which is our kind of the, the basis. So number 12 reminds me of two things. It's the age of my youngest daughter. Okay. Good <laughs> enough. So it's no, Same here, 12, by the way. Same by the here, way, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> number 12, uh, which will be 13 in, uh, um, in one month uh, or so. Yeah. Um, and then this building and, and what this building represents. Because uh, to Puderico's point earlier, uh, when, when uh, we started, we started in a different building and a different Across the highway. park. Yep. Yes. Um, but here is really where we have, it's our home. Yep. And uh, and I think it's a home that has, it's like a, it's a tree that has now so many different branches. Uh, but the, but I think the the roots are strong, and yep. uh, and I think if the, because the roots are strong, I think the branches will also continue to be strong. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and, and and so I, I I really I truly believe in the in the power of what we can build more. Mm -hmm. Uh, upon um, in in Cisco Portugal, and I I really want to be part of that, um, and I think that's something that I always tell when I, I so I try to meet all the folks that uh, join my organization on a one to one when they join, um, fifteen minutes twenty minutes just to know them and and, and well really thanking them to choosing us, yeah. um, but the one thing that I I ask them is. Obviously, they are in the first phase. The focus is uh, focus on your learning to start ramping up. But don't forget that you're a Cisco citizen. You're not only a CLO uh, person. You're a Cisco citizen, and, and you're a Cisco Portugal citizen. So if there's a bit of time that you can allocate to Cisco Portugal, please do that in whatever way. Uh, it's giving back. It's uh, going to a lot of the sessions that uh, the EROs uh, yeah. have. There's so much work that the EROs are doing. There's a lot of people that are allocating a lot of their time, free t their personal time, yeah. to yeah. Um, to to make this machine of the EROs mm -hmm. work. That's what makes the diversity that we yeah. have. So I always ask him think about in three or four months when we are better settled if you can allocate a bit of time to Cisco Portugal, because that's what will help us uh, with the ongoing growth and maintaining this, uh, this role. So uh, I'm, I'm truly proud of what we collectively have achieved here in, uh, in, in Portugal. And, um, and I think it will continue to attract investment, which is also very mm -hmm. important for us. Um, but yeah. That's, it. Uh, that's a great. We are a great place to work. Aren't yes, we we Indeed. are. We are definitely Indeed. a great place to work, and I'm really, I'm really proud. And uh, and um, and the other day, uh, the um, uh, Wise team actually mm -hmm. went to my uh, daughter's school, mm -hmm. and uh, she was telling me, "Oh, Cisco is going to uh, to my school, and they're going to present." And and I was, I told her, "Okay, so you mm -hmm. first of all, you need to go. So for you, there's no excuses, no choice. You go." Um, but I, I was so proud and I felt that she was so proud of yeah. saying, I know Cisco because my mother works for Cisco. <laughs> so I felt it, she said, I, th I told that I knew Cisco because you work there. And I really, I, I feel that sense of proud and, yeah. uh, and hopefully everyone that is listening to us feels the same. Yeah, for sure. And my, my 12 year old 
shares that sentiment as well. She swears she's going to Nova Business School and then she's coming to Cisco Portugal. <laughs> okay, all right. You've got the plan. Making, making we'll fast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, well, Gisela, before I pass it off to Rodrigo to close us out, I do want to sincerely thank you for taking thank your you. time um, out of the day to, to speak with us for a bit and to be our first ever uh, uh, first you. ever guest. Thank you. It was an 12. awesome conversation. Thank you guys for having uh, we, we can't thank you enough. And I mean, it's been brilliant. And, and to everyone who's been listening to us, this was episode number one. Uh, so stay tuned for episode number two. We had, we want someone who, I guess all of us know, next time <laughs> around maybe won't be the case. Uh, and that's precisely the purpose of, of this podcast, is bringing us even closer together, uh, getting to know each other. You know, someone in my team the other day, she's from a different country other than Portugal, she found out that two people from her village were working at Cisco <laughs> just by Cheers. a random conversation in, in the coffee area. So yes. this is what it's all about, getting to know each other. And, you know, if anything out of this podcast, um, do it. You know, just, just start a conversation with someone you don't know. Do I try to do that almost a daily, and trust me, these days, I don't know a lot of people here. It's hard, um, yeah. <laughs> right? But I think we should have it like almost like a daily ritual, you know, getting to know there's so many interesting stories and lives uh, that share this same number 12 of ours that it's so much worth, you know, uh, knowing. Um, so, guys, thank you again for everything. Special thank you to you and to you, my partner in crime. And to you. <laughs> and uh, to our amazing Mariana, who's been, who's been producing, who's thank been you, producing Mariana. this, this podcast. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you guys for doing this. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.